Hello lovely people, welcome to another episode of the Research Shandies podcast. To our returning listeners who are now family members, thanks for returning. I see you, I see you forever, yeah. And to our new listeners, welcome to the family, welcome to the movement. Before we start today's episode, I would want you to take a second to rate the podcast. Kindly rate this podcast on all the platforms that you listen to it on. All right, giving us a review would help the podcast so much. So thanks so much for giving us a review. So that out of the way, today's episode is about the research methodology section. Previously, we've looked at why we conduct research. We've looked at coming up with your research problem. We looked at writing your literature review, looked at um, some AI tools that can help you with your literature review. But now we want to look at the research methodology section. Today's episode is more of a basic and a brief introduction to writing the research methodology section. So there are certain parts that we wouldn't go into into detail, but this should just be a, a brief introduction to help you understand what the research methodology section is about. This episode is divided into two parts. The first part is to help us understand what research methodology is. The second part of the podcast would give us a general understanding of how the research methodology chapter is usually structured in social science research. Okay, part one, what is research methodology? So research methodology just refers to how researchers take an organized approach into how to investigate a particular research problem. Remember, we came up with a research problem previously, and then the research methodology part is for the researcher to put together an approach as to how they'll go about investigating that research problem. Okay, so this section, we're looking at how how are you going to go about investigating the research problem and okay so for example let's take research as building a house so you've justified what you want to build why you want to build it all right that's your research problem significance of the study portion and then you've also spoken about how others or what others have said about building similar houses that's your literature review okay so at the research methodology stage you talk about how you build your house and justify your your design choices okay the blueprint that you're going to, to build the house you're going to go through it and then justify why this is there why this should be here and explaining your building plan and why certain choices have been made in your building plan. So you have this building plan, we would be able to see if things are in place and if the, the house is built, will it be a valid house? Will it be a reliable house? We'll see whether the roof is in the right position, whether the door is in the right position, if the, if the foundation is drawn rightly, the dimensions and all of that, right? And this would prevent you from having the door in the roof and having the, t the 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 floor tiles in the foundation and the windows and the windows hanging somewhere that they're not supposed to hang right so having this blueprint and then justifying your design choices helps you to conduct a study that is reliable and valid okay so this section is very important because it makes your study replicable if someone takes your blueprint and conducts your study the person should be able to to come to results that are similar to what you had and this is because the blueprint that you used which is your methodology has been well put together and easy to follow okay so your methodology section is very 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 important all right 
So now that we know what research methodology is and why it is important, let's look at the general components of the research methodology chapter or section. First and foremost, in the section, you must have an introduction. So an introduction orients the reader to what this research methodology section is about. Remember, the research methodology section talks about how you go about investigating this research problem, right? So you would have to reorient the reader to what the research aims are and also provide a structure of the chapter. So that is what goes into the, the methodology's introduction. So the introduction, which is the first component, is just to reorient the reader to the research problem, the aims, and the possible structure of the chapter that they are about to read. So the next component is the research approach. At this stage, we wouldn't be going into detail about the research philosophy and all of that. We just want to stay at the basic level to understand what the research approach is. Okay, and the research approach is just the procedure that the researcher selects in order to collect, analyze, and interpret data, right? And then we have three general approaches. There's the quantitative research approach, the qualitative research approach, and the, and the mixed research approach. Quantitative research approach deals with collecting quantitative data, which is based on numbers. Qualitative research approach is based on studies hinged on collecting qualitative data, which is people's personal experiences, which is word-based, not numerically based, and mixed method, which is a mixture of the two, right? A mixed masala of the quantitative and qualitative research. So the third step is sampling. After establishing your research approach, your next step is to determine your sample. So sampling is a process of selecting a subset of individuals or cases from a larger population. So your study is based on a specific context. And in that context, there are a lot of people, right? That's the population. That's the entirety of the people that the, the research problem affects. So sampling involves taking a smaller and a representative amount of the population on which the study will be based. So that is what sampling is. And there are two types of sampling. There's probability sampling and non-probability sampling. With probability sampling, each member of the population has the opportunity to be part of the sample. Okay, so for instance, if there are 100 people in your population and you want a sample size of 10, you could on a piece of paper or pieces of paper, you could write 90 no's and 10 yeses and put them together and everybody gets the opportunity to draw out one. Okay, so the 10 that will pick the yes will be part of the sample and the 90 that pick the no will not be part of the sample. But then everybody in the population was given an opportunity to be part of the sample. And that is probability sampling. On the other hand, non-probability sampling, not everybody in the population is given the opportunity to be part of the sample. So with non-probability sampling, it is selected based on certain characteristics. And a clear example is convenience sampling, where the researcher samples based on convenience. So if it's sampling in a specific area, so out of 100 people, if a researcher wants a sample size of 10, with convenience sampling, the researcher could use a sample size of 10 of people that are closer to the researcher, right, at his or her convenience. So that is convenience sampling. Those who are further away are not given the equal opportunity to be part of the sample. Okay, so now remember, we've written the introduction, we've done our research approach, we've done sampling. The fourth step is your data collection process and your data collection tool. And there are different techniques and tools used to gather relevant data. There's a use of surveys, there's a use of interviews, there's use of observations. So, so based on the research approach you take, that will determine the technique that you would use. Furthermore, based on your research approach, if it's quantitative research, your data collection tool would be a quantitative data collection tool, maybe close-ended questionnaires, etc. If you're using qualitative study, your data collection tool would be an interview. 
focus group discussion, observations, etc. That would help you collect qualitative data. So when data is collected, the next step is data analysis. And data analysis are just techniques used to process and analyze the collected data, right? Because when you collect data, you want to analyze the data and be able to interpret it for people to understand because the study is based on a research problem. And the research problem affects a group of people. You go, you sample the group of people, you ask them questions based on your research instruments, and then the information they give you, you analyze that data. And whether you use a quantitative or a qualitative or a mixed would determine how the, the, the data is analyzed. With quantitative data, is usually analyzed with descriptive and inferential analysis. And descriptives are just using graphs, tables, pie charts, etc. to represent what you got from your respondents. On the other hand, we have qualitative data analysis. And with qualitative analysis, the most co common is content analysis. And with content analysis, the researcher goes through the narratives of the respondents because remember with qualitative research the respondents express their opinions about a phenomenon right so with all the responses the researcher goes through and finds themes common themes amongst what the respondents have said okay so that is a method of, of analysis in qualitative research so while conducting your study you have to make sure you follow proper ethical protocols and your ethical consideration is your next step in the research methodology chapter so under ethical considerations you mentioned the principles and the guidelines you followed to ensure that proper research ethical processes were followed, including protection of participant confidentiality, proper handling of the data, how long the data will be kept, and making the respondents know their rights, whether they are not going to be forced, whether there is going to be harm to them in participating in the study, etc. So you have to talk about this. So after the ethical considerations, the next step is reliability and validity. At this stage, you want to explain the measures that we're taking to ensure that there's accuracy, consistency, and trustworthiness in the process that you undertook in collecting the data and analyzing it. After the validity and reliability step, the next component is to conclude. So in the conclusion section, you summarize everything you spoke about and discuss in the research methodology section. Remember, every step in the research methodology section you'd have to justify. You'd have to use references to support every method that you decide to use. So guys, this is just a brief explanation of what research methodology is and to help you in writing your research methodology chapter. As time goes on, we'll go deep into each particular section and then also explain the research philosophy and give more examples for you to, to get a deeper understanding. But this is just a brief explanation to help you to, to get familiar with the research methodology section and then later we'll, we'll take a deep dive into it so guys thanks so much for listening and please don't forget to rate the podcast take care peace